0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Welcome to The Inspired Mind podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all are well and having a great week. This is actually the last episode of the season. I'm gonna be taking a little break after this episode for the month of June, and then I'll be back in July and I hopefully will be back better than ever because I'm allowing myself to have some space to just come up with new ideas and brainstorm. I also really want to get some guests on the podcast for the next season, so hopefully I can pre-record for that. And there's just a few things that I want to get in order before coming back to the podcast. So... It's important for me to actually take a little break to be able to do those things. And it seems really relevant that I just mentioned that I'm gonna need some space before bringing the podcast back for the next season because I'm actually gonna be chatting to you guys today all about the manifesting method, which is creating space in your life for the things that you want. I personally believe that creating space is one of the best things that you can do when you're trying to bring something new into your life. Creating mental space, energetic space, physical space is so important. We all have like a max capacity. And when we overload our brain and we overload our life with so many different things, We're not allowing ourselves any room for new things to come into our life. So I'm really excited to delve a bit deeper into this topic with you guys because it's a big lesson that I've learned and by me learning about space and how this can impact Our lives. It's really, really changed the way I go about goal setting, and it's just something I've been keeping in mind a lot more. So, before we get into discussing that topic, let's chat about what's been inspiring me. If you guys didn't know, every single episode I start off by chatting about what's been inspiring me that week in the hopes that maybe it will inspire you guys. So, honestly, this week, the thing that's been inspiring me also is kind of relevant to this topic, and that's because I recently rearranged my apartment. If you guys keep up with my vlogs, you may have seen how I completely rearranged the office and the lounge room. I actually have got myself a stand up desk for the office space now, and I've completely cleared the desk so that it's literally just for my laptop and my work stuff. And then everything else is elsewhere now, and I already feel so much better about my workspace, and I can't even tell you how much of a difference this made to my work-life balance, I guess, because I'll come into the office and work at my desk. And then when I'm done, I'll close my laptop and leave the office. And then I'm done with work for the day. And it's just been really nice to have this designated area. And even though I've technically had this office space that I could have used for a few years, it just really wasn't inspiring to me because it was super cluttered and cramped. I do share this office with my boyfriend, Brayden as well, because he works from home most of the time. And it's also his wardrobe. So this room does double up as multiple different things. So it was really important to me to reorganize it and make sure it was super tidy and distraction free. And honestly, by creating this space for myself, this physical space, it's helped out so much because I had so much clutter around me before that I literally couldn't think when I was in here. And your physical environment has such an impact on your internal environment. So if you're ever feeling really frazzled, Honestly, have a look at like your external environment and maybe that could be why. Try tidying up, rearranging, just shifting that energy around you sometimes can have the biggest impact. I was actually saying in my recent vlog that the reason I wanted to rearrange my apartment was because I was feeling like I had lack of control in other areas of my life. So by me rearranging and taking control of something that I do have control over, I felt so much better. And this is your sign to do that because you can always take control of your home environment. So make it something that you feel really inspired by and proud of. And in saying that, I also rearranged the lounge room as well. And I'm still like working on it. It's always a work in progress. I do have quite a passion for organization and home decor as well. So it's not a chore to me. I really enjoy it. But... Just by moving the space around again, it's made me feel so much better and it's just created more space for me mentally by doing that because I've removed all of the clutter around me and it's not weighing on my mind now because I've just done it and got it out of the way. So this is your sign to tidy up, reorganize and rearrange your home environment because I promise you, you'll feel really great afterwards. So that's what's been inspiring me this week and it really ties in nicely to today's topic. So I've chatted a little bit about what making space in your life means. So I believe that you can have mental, physical and emotional clutter. A lot of the time these things are correlated So if you're feeling like your physical space is messy, often your mental space feels messy. If you're feeling like your emotional space is cluttered, often your physical space gets cluttered. It all kind of goes hand in hand, but this is all energy. And if you've learned about manifestation before, you'll probably know how energy is something that is always filled. So energy does not like to have a void and whatever leaves is always replaced. So you wanna be really quite strategic with what you let go of in your life and never feel bad about letting go of something because often when you do that, you're making room for something better. I heard an analogy which I thought was really good and really helped me visualize energy and it really kind of represents what I'm trying to explain. So just imagine a cup of water and if that cup of water is already full, You can't accept any more water because it's just going to overflow. But if you empty out that cup a little bit, there's more room for water to enter. And this is like our life. I feel like this is a really good metaphor for life. So if you're completely full, you have no space for anything else, how is a new thing going to enter your life? And if you're trying to add it onto your plate, it's just gonna be overflow. It's gonna be overwhelming and it just means that you're not gonna be able to do that thing to the best of your ability. I believe personally that we have a max capacity. And that doesn't mean that I don't believe that you can't achieve anything that you put your mind to, because I truly do believe that as well. But I do believe in order to achieve that thing, you have to make space for it. And that doesn't mean that you have to give up something else completely in order to have this other thing, but you can have a look at different ways to make it a little bit easier for yourself and to give yourself a bit more space. So I'm going to get into chatting about these different strategies in a bit, but one, for example, is outsourcing. If you can hand over a task to someone else and get help, then you're going to have so much more space in your life to work on other things. This is something that I truly, really want to work on this year because in my business, it's kind of just been me for a really long time, but I've got so many ideas and projects that I want to do, but I feel like for me to be able to do all of these things, the best of my ability, I actually need help. I need help so that I can make space for myself because at the moment, there's so much going around in my head that... I'm not doing any of them to the best of my ability. So I need that space and I can recognize that. And it's something that I'm gonna take action on, but this doesn't just apply to business. It applies to so many different areas of our life, but hopefully by me going over that and like sharing my own personal experience that kind of makes a bit of sense to you guys. So pretty much what I'm trying to say is energy is fluid. It doesn't like to have a void. It's always going to be filled. And if you're not making the time and space for something, How is it meant to come about? It's not just gonna happen magically. You have to physically create that space. And I have a few examples and stories about occasions that have happened in my life where I've made space in order for things to manifest. So I thought it would be fun to discuss those stories with you guys. So, first of all, I remember that before I started dating Brayden, before I even met him, I honestly wanted a boyfriend. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like admitting that I wanted a boyfriend. Like that's something that I desired in my life. I've always been the relationship type of girl and I'd set that intention. And I was like, you know what? I finished school now. I'm kind of the type of girl who loves relationships. I'd love to meet someone, and I put it out there to the universe. And I remember doing a lot of research at the time into law of attraction. And I actually came across a YouTuber called Francesca Amber. Her YouTube channel was called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. She's now actually a podcaster. It's still called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. She's amazing. I've actually interviewed her on this podcast before. I love Fran and she did a whole YouTube video on how she manifested her husband. And I came across this, and not that I was trying to manifest a husband at 17 years old, but I thought that what she was saying was really, really interesting. And I can't remember if... This is where she talked about making space, but she shared a whole story about how she met her husband, how she manifested him. And one of the things that she said about manifesting a partner is that you actually have to make space for them in your life. If your lifestyle doesn't have space for someone else, How are they meant to enter into your life? And I took this advice kind of seriously. So she said that one thing that's really good to do is to make space in your wardrobe. And I still remember this to this day because I remember like clearing out my wardrobe a little bit and thinking to myself, okay, if I'm going to have a boyfriend, I need to have space for them. And I also remember getting a double bed from having a single one, because I was like, if I'm going to have a boyfriend and I want him to stay over, I need to have a double bed. I don't remember if that's actually after Brayden and I started dating or if it was before, but I do remember intentionally getting a double bed because of Brayden. But look, maybe that's because we were actually together. I can't actually fully remember this was seven years ago, but I do remember that there were multiple things that I did to kind of like create space for a relationship in my life. I know that I was really young, but I was really interested in manifestation. And look, things have read and worked out. We're still together. But I really do think that the wardrobe clearing example has worked so well in multiple ways in my life. Like Not only for manifesting a partner, but when I was looking to move out of home, if you actually go back on my YouTube channel and have a look at the vlogs I did before my moving vlogs, you will have seen that I did a lot of organization content. And that's because I was trying to act as if I was already moving, even though I hadn't found an apartment. I was like, you know what? I know we're going to find the right one. So I'm going to start getting the apartment ready now. I'm going to start organizing it and decluttering and just acting as if, because energetically I'm matching the frequency that I would be in if we were moving. I don't want to be in the wrong energy. So that's what I did. And I literally found out that we got our apartment on the day that I was filming a monthly reset video, which I think is quite ironic because it was like I was resetting for the month and I was like, ready to have a fresh start. And then I found out we were moving. So I truly feel that by taking the action of decluttering my bedroom and organizing it and getting myself ready to move out of home, I felt like I'd almost proved to the universe that it was time and I was ready. And it happened. And I know this might sound super woo woo, but I believe that it's because I was matching the energy. And by doing these rituals subconsciously, it gets us on the same frequency as the things we're trying to attract. So you don't need to overthink it. Just start acting as if and make that space for that thing that you want in your life. And it almost tricks your brain into thinking that you've got it already. One key thing with manifesting is that there's a difference between wanting something and believing that you have it already. Knowing what you want is amazing. And that in itself is so powerful. And that's going to help you attract what you want into your life so much faster. But if you can take it to the next level and actually trick your brain into thinking that you have that thing already, that's going to completely
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Completely change your energy. One, it's going to help you feel a lot more relaxed and trust the process a lot more. But two, you're going to be in the right vibe for that thing to come into your life. So that's another example of me decluttering my space and it bringing something new into my life. The next thing that I wanted to share is that In the past, when I've lost friends, you know, it's a natural part of life. You drift from friends and as you get older, you change and you want friends for different reasons. You're not necessarily going to be friends with the same people that you went to high school with and that's totally fine. It's nothing against them. It's just that you're on different paths. And obviously you want to have people in your life that you share interests with and that are on the same page as you. So it's natural to drift from people. But I think growing up, this is a really hard thing to go through. Losing friends is never easy. I'm not saying that it's easy now by any means, but in hindsight now, I can say without a doubt that when people have left my life, I have almost immediately had new people enter my life who have become even better friends for that stage of my life that I'm in. And they're friends that are more aligned with my values. This has happened to me a few times in the past. And you know what? I'm glad that I let go of those people in the past and I'm glad that they've met new people and I'm glad that I've met new people. But if I had clung onto those friendships that weren't serving me, I would be unhappy and I might've not given room for these new friends to enter my life who are more aligned with my values and my current stage of life. So this is your sign. If you have people around you who don't make you feel good and don't bring you up, don't be afraid to let go of them. I know some people don't want to let go of people in their life because they're scared that then they'll have no friends, but I guarantee you, you're better off going through a period of time where you don't have as many people in your life than staying friends with those people and i promise that by you letting go of these people that's going to send such a significant message to the universe that you're ready for new people to come into your life and you do have to take action and put yourself out there but you're allowing space for these new people to come into your life these people could be right in front of you but you might not see them until you give yourself the space so this is your sign to do that if you're feeling like the people around you aren't the best for you. And the final example that I know so many people can probably relate to is lockdown. So during COVID, so many people started new hobbies and businesses literally because we had the time. We were forced to stay home. We were forced to be bored and try new things because we literally didn't have anything else we had to do. And we had the time and space to do so. It's crazy how many small businesses started up during lockdown and how many people are continuing them now. My friend Jessie started her business, The Clay Co., in lockdown because she had the space to do it. And her business has been so successful. She's doing so well. But if we hadn't been through that period of lockdown and had that time and space to be bored, she might not have had that idea. She might've been too busy with her modeling and her social media work to have even considered the option. So she gave herself the space and it's amazing what came out of it. And for me personally, I started my small business, Elements of Presence, during lockdown. And it's something that I had always wanted to do and give a try. And by giving myself the space to actually do it, I gave it a crack and I'm so glad that I did that. But in saying that now, I feel like I've kind of been filling my plate up with other things now. So that's been taking a back burner. So you know, if I wanna put more energy into that, I probably need to have a look at my life and have a think about where I can make space for that. So there are a few examples of how space in my life has made such a big difference. And like I said earlier, these things didn't happen just by creating physical space. They also happened by creating mental space and emotional space. And it's amazing when I look in hindsight at how that energetic shift has made such a difference in my life. So when you're feeling bored and you're feeling like, oh, I've got like, you know, too much time on my hands. Not that like all of us feel like that all the time, but if you're feeling bored, don't necessarily see that as a bad thing, because often when you're feeling bored, you're allowing yourself some time to think of new ideas and you'll be surprised what comes to you. So you might be listening to this and thinking, yeah, Ella, that's all well and good, but I'm not really sure where to make space in my life. Like, I don't know what to let go of. And I have all of these goals, but I just don't know what to let go of. And one thing that I would say is that Marie Kondo has a point when she says that you should ask yourself what sparks joy and what doesn't spark joy, you should declutter. So try and get into the habit of asking yourself on a frequent basis if things make you happy and spark joy. And if they don't, have a look at if you can remove that thing from your life or delegate it to someone else where you can. I know that we have to do hard things and it's normal to do things in life that you don't enjoy. That is all in the human experience, but I don't necessarily mean that you should remove doing hard things. I just think that you should remove the things that make you feel bad energetically. So some more ways that you can do this is by prioritizing and decluttering your commitments. Have a look through your schedule and Have a look at your activities and commitments that you have going on and have a think about whether these things are necessary and if they make you happy and if you really need to be doing them and if there's something that's actually productive in getting you towards your goals. And try and clear your schedule where you can if something's not necessary or reschedule them and move things around so you have space for yourself and to work on the things that you truly desire. Scheduling is key. And if you can have a look at your month or your week from a glance, and you can see what you've got going on, this will help you so much. And if it's looking a little bit crazy and hectic, that's when you need to have a think about potentially subtracting before adding anything more onto your plate. Tip number two is to manage your digital life. Do a digital declutter of all your files, anything on your laptop, your emails, unsubscribe from newsletters, turn off notifications that no longer serve you, unfollow people online that don't make you feel good. This will just give you so much more mental clarity and it will give you space for other things that matter because you're not being notified and cluttered by all of these things that don't make you feel good and don't even matter. Tip number three is to establish boundaries and learn to say no. I think that this is something so key along with working with your schedule. You don't have to say yes to absolutely everything. And by saying no, you're able to free up more time and energy to do the things that you genuinely want to do and the things that you want to pursue. Have a think about all the times that you've said yes to something that you don't really want to do. If you had said no, you would have had extra time in your life for those other things and more space to work on the goals that you want. So try and get into the habit of saying, no, it's not selfish. And it's something that we all have to learn. Step number four is to clear your physical clutter. I've spoken about this quite a lot already when I was talking about my own personal examples, but just by clearing your belongings and clearing your space, this can make you feel so much more calm. And oh, I just feel like there's such a correlation between your physical space and your mental space with this, and it will help you focus so much more as well. That's something that's helped me so much since clearing out the office. I feel like I'm so much more focused because I'm not being distracted by all of this clutter around me. Step number five is to regularly sit down and reset and review. I love doing a monthly reset. And the reason I love doing this is because it actually gives me time to sit down and have a think about where I'm at with my goals, my commitments, my physical space. And it just gives me time to evaluate on what's working and what isn't. And it just ensures that I'm consistently creating space for the things that I want. And if I don't set this intentional time to do this audit of my life, it's so easy to go along and do things Without intention, and I can wonder why I haven't got those things done that I've always said that I wanted to do. But if I spend time sitting down and reassessing my goals, this can really help, and it can help you just have a look at where you can find time for those things. Step number six is to delegate and outsource tasks where you can. Like I was saying earlier, this is something that I really want to start doing. I think there is so much power in focusing on your strength and then delegating the rest. Focus on what makes you happy, what you're good at. And by handing over these other tasks and you're Not really as good at to someone else. You're just going to free up so much more time to focus on activities that you find so much more fulfilling and important. And overall, especially if this applies to your business, you're going to be making more progress because you're going to be getting things done faster and you're going to be able to do more because you've delegated it to other people. And step number seven, the final tip is to practice mindfulness and self-care. One amazing way to create space in your brain is by literally sitting down Meditating, exercising, getting adequate sleep, and just doing self care activities to switch your mind off and recharge. That is one of the best ways that you can create space. Sometimes you can feel like your brain's really cluttered, but it's not necessarily. All you need is like a little bit of rest, and everything seems a lot clearer. So if you're feeling like you're overwhelmed, maybe give yourself a moment to recharge. Put all of your thoughts to paper and practice some mindfulness and get your thoughts in order before taking any action. So, this is your reminder that by nurturing yourself, you're going to create the mental and emotional capacity to pursue the things that you want. So, rest is literally key. I've spoken about rest a few times in podcast episodes before, but rest is productive. This is what you've got to remember. Rest is something that helps you so much with clarifying your thoughts. If you're overworked and tired, it's going to be way harder to get things done. It's going to take you longer and you're going to feel like you're not doing everything to the best of your ability. So, this is your sign to take rest where you need it. Create space so that you can have time to come up with new ideas and get more creative and bring new things into your life. Anyway, I really hope all of those tips helped you guys and it's inspired you to make some changes so that you can have a bit more space in your life for new things to enter and This is literally such a key manifestation tip. Next time you're trying to manifest something into your life, have a think about how this thing is going to enter, where there is space for it. And if you can't physically find space, maybe have a think about where you can subtract before adding. But I really hope you guys like this episode. This is the final episode in this season. I would love to hear from you guys over on our Instagram, the Inspired Mind Podcast. Send me a DM leave a comment on a photo, or even leave a review. A review helps so much. And also I just love hearing your thoughts, but yeah, I'd love to know what you would love to hear from me in the next season. I've got a list of some guests that I would like to interview on the podcast next season, but I'd also like to continue doing some solo episodes as well. Let me know if you prefer like just hearing me chat or if you would like to hear me interview some people. And if you have any suggestions as to who you would like me to chat to, feel free to send me a message. I would love to hear from you guys. And it just really helps me knowing that I'm creating stuff that you guys would like to hear as well. But by me giving myself the space, this month off, I feel like we're going to be back better than ever next season. And I'm so excited to chat to you guys then. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, there are so many more episodes similar to this. Have a little binge and let me know what you think. If you guys have some time, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a little rating and review. You can rate on any platform, but I believe for reviews, you have to go onto Apple Podcast and you just scroll to the bottom of your Spide Mind Podcast and you can leave Review. It can literally be two words, whatever, but I would love to hear from you guys. And I just wanted to say I appreciate you all so much for listening to this episode. I hope you're feeling really inspired, and I'll speak to you in my next one. Bye.
1: Planning for your next trip.